Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, welcome to More Core. I'm Scott Johnson. And today, like some other, I, I guess we've done this before, so this isn't anything new, but I wanted to talk about games that specifically are better than we all thought they were at the time. I'm going to use one as an example today, and that game is Rage 2. You remember Rage 2? It was a, a joint operation over there published by Bethesda Softworks. What did that? What did this come out in uh, 2019? First-person shooter developed by Avalanche Studios. This was in conjunction with id Software and uh, <clears throat> was a follow-up to id's 2011 game Rage, which at the time was a... I remember Rage being a bigger deal than maybe it ended up being like just from a, a, a news perspective because it felt like you always had John Carmack out there going, oh, this new engine and the things we're doing now and you won't believe it or whatever. It felt like a big play at the time to try to reclaim some of what they had lost with the Unreal uh, id Tech engine wars that preceded it. And I remember thinking, well, that's interesting. But the game itself, the game Rage was not that great. It was okay. Had hints of doom and had some interesting ideas, but it felt like it was never able to fully capitalize on those ideas, especially narratively. But I liked what they were going for. And they were aiming for kind of a Mad Max you know, post-apocalyptic sort of world with some devious technology connections and uh, some open worldness. There was some vehicle stuff in that, but none of that really came together all that well. I thought the strengths of Rage were in the more doom aspects of it, corridor shooting and arena shooting and that sort of stuff. And so to me, Rage 2 is an interesting prospect because Rage 1 did well enough that uh, Bethesda, who now had the rights to it and, and id Software and everything under the Bethesda umbrella, were like, what about a sequel to Rage? And so they got one of my favorite studios, Avalanche Studios, to make this game. And the reason I liked them and thought that this gave them a little extra cred was they had just previously in 2015 put out the 2015 Mad Max game to coincide with the Mad Max Fury Road film debut. And even though the game had very little ties to the actual movie and characters and story. I loved it. It was one of my favorite open world games ever. And I beat it and I still go back in there sometimes just to clear out little things here and there. I've, it's as close to 100% as I'll ever get in a game. So I had a lot of, of high hopes for this. And even though I knew they were going to a first-person shooter format, and even though I knew that meant you know, kind of a change from what I was used to from Avalanche. I was okay with it because I knew they had the chops. Well, anyway, let's jump to 24 or 2019. The game comes out. I was super excited about it and I played it and I was 
disappointed. I tried not to listen to reviewers who also seem to be on the whole, not entirely. It's a it had mixed results, mixed reviews. Most people are like, the shooting's amazing. Not since Doom 2016 have we had shooting this good. Uh, too bad the, the open world is so bleak and, and there's not a lot to do there. Or the story doesn't hold up as well as the shooting. The shooting always took front and center. And sure enough, after playing a bit of it back then, the shooting was amazing. But I kind of bought into the anti-hype of the game was only good at that part and everything else was a little half-baked. And I did that without exploring too much of the game to make that determination. You know how you do this sometimes? Reviewers say stuff. You hear things on the internet. You kind of buy in. Well, that's what I did. Let's jump ahead now to the year 2023. And I remembered that I own this. So I thought, you know what? How's Rage 2 doing these days? I never really gave it a fair shake. Been in the mood for shooters lately. As you know from episodes of Core, I've been talking about it. So I fired up Rage 2, started a new game. I'm going to say this. Yes, some of the dialogue is pretty cheesy. Yes, the characterizations are also cheesy. And yes, the story itself isn't anything to write home about. But that game is cool, man. It's an open world shooter. It's like it's like the, the base of Far Cry, let's say Far Cry 3 and and Doom 2016 had a baby kind of. And it really did, for me anyway, adds a lot to be able to say, this is a huge world that I need to sort of clear out. It also speaks to my whole checklist thing where it's like, I need to go to the stronghold, take everybody out, find all the hidden chests, and then move on to the next one. I like that kind of gameplay. I know some people are like, well, that gets old after a while, but I enjoy it. It's one of the things I like about open world games in general, whether it be everything from GTA or that Mad Max game I mentioned. And those guys know this stuff pretty well. The other thing I got hung up on when the game first came out was I didn't like that it wasn't third person. I'd gotten used to the third person Mad Max thing. To me, that was the way to play an open world game. First person perspective, for whatever reason, me and it weren't getting along then. I don't know. I just kind of shut it down and said, ah, I wish this was third person kind of. But I've come around on that a lot. And part of that is to the to the fault or to the credit of Cyberpunk 2077, which is a really nice reminder that you can have really good shooting and movement and uh, immersive world stuff happening, regardless of what perspective you give the player. And first person is great. And especially when it comes to shooting. So I guess what I'm here to, to tell you today is that Rage 2 deserves a second look. Either get it on sale. If you already have it, like go back and check it out. I'm having a really good time going from camp to camp, clearing stuff out, out, hopping in my car, a little bit of car combat on the way. I'm still even early in this playthrough. I think I'm almost to where I jumped out last time, but I think I'm going to keep going. It's scratching that itch. And so if you're like me and right now you're having a little bit of a first person shooter itch uh, where you've gone back to old stuff, playing some new stuff, trying everything in between, you might be like me and find yourself having a little more fun than you thought you would. I think Rage 2 is underrated. That's, That's what I'm here to say. Underrated, undervalued. Give it a try. Rage 2. Available now. Okay. Uh, Speaking of cyberpunk, I just want to leave you with a little video that is just a stark reminder of how much vaping will take over our lives in the year 2077. Enjoy, and we'll see you next time. What you blowing? Escape. 